The Commands of the Apostles 31. Repent Christians and non-Christians alike almost universally associate repentance with an eye-opening revelation that takes place at a critical turning point of life, an overwhelming sense of contrition for sin, a decisive and pivotal juncture when everything changes. Conversion, salvation, and dedication of one's life to Christ or the Church or to a new and different lifestyle usually follows. Many terms identify such experiences. Being saved or born again. Accepting Christ. Trusting in Jesus for salvation. Repenting of one's sins, etc. Obviously, the specifics vary widely of the process of repentance, of changed outlook and lifestyle, and of the church affiliation and involvement that result. These range from the experiential manifestations of Pentecostalism to the liturgical orientation of Catholicism and Orthodoxy, and everywhere between. As divergent as these outward forms are, a universal perspective throughout most of Christendom nevertheless views repentance as an act or experience or revelation that, except occasionally, takes place once. The meaning of the word repentance, to turn around, to turn from sin, would seem to validate this once-in-life perspective. This is true enough, as far as it goes, but it only goes so far. It serves as an indication of one's entry into the Christian life, but not necessarily as offering much ongoing daily insight in how one then lives the Christian life. We embark on this series of Ten Commands in joining us to turn from sin, reminding ourselves of the contrast Paul lays out in Galatians 5, between the works of the flesh and the fruits of the Spirit. In our discussion of the fruits, we repeatedly emphasize the daily, ongoing nature of the spirit life by Paul's use of the active verb, walk. We may be baptized once, but we have to walk in the Spirit every day, every moment. From the vantage point of those fruits, Casting our gaze back over the Galatians' list to the unholy evidences that undermine and spoil them, which Paul calls the works of the flesh, it may be helpful to ask if these two are also continual and ongoing. If Paul was contrasting spirit fruit with fleshly works, can the walking parallel be applied to both? Is it also possible to walk in the flesh? Clearly, the answer is yes. What then is the remedy? Obviously, repentance, turning from one kind of walking to another, standing in the gap between spirit walking and flesh walking, repentance must be ongoing as well. Just like spirit walking, flesh walking is made up of daily, moment-by-moment -moment choices. The conclusion is obvious. There are two kinds of repentance. One-time repentance 
and ongoing daily repentance. The one has salvationary implications. The other has lifestyle implications. For, and though the concept may be to many, repentance walking thus becomes one of the keys to vigorous Christ-likeness. We repent over and over. This truth reveals why repent is such a relevant and powerful command. It is not directed only to unbelievers, but equally toward lifelong Christians. You and I are under the same injunction as the murderer, prostitute, or drug dealer. Repent. The prayers of repentance may differ dramatically. The repentant sinner in the one case may fall on his or her knees in tears and cry out, God be merciful to me a sinner. The mature Christian may breathe the silent prayer, I'm sorry, Lord. I realize I blew it. Forgive my short-sightedness. Help me get back on the right path and resume spirit walking. The ongoing daily dynamic of salvation has repeatedly been emphasized. That salvation is no mere one-time act, but an ongoing process of being saved from our sins. We now see repentance illuminated with that same light of understanding. Salvation and repentance are intrinsically linked as twin door openers, beginning the life of faith and fitness strengtheners to mature, empower, and grow the fruitful daily walk of faith. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Acts 2.38 Repent and turn. Acts 3.19 Turn from evil and do right. 1 Peter 3.11 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.